I've been humming the theme song to Taxi. Because <laughs> it's a great theme song. I watched the first episode, which isn't that good, but it leads to an interesting question. Mm-hmm. What's the most iconic theme song in TV history? It might be Taxi. A- no, there's a lot. I mean, Sanford and Son has a great theme song. It I'm, does. Su- I'm really surprised you did not figure that one out, but we're talking about that later. Yes. I think Taxi's more iconic, to be honest. I don't know. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of really great theme songs. Like, Mod has a great theme song. No, but people don't recognize the Mod theme song like they do with Taxi. How do you know that? I don't. Do you think most people do? Because people who don't know the show Taxi still know the theme song. I don't I don't know. It's hard to say because there's a lot of really great ones. Mm. It's hard to say. Well, what would you say competes with Taxi theme song? The Simpsons. Oh. Okay, that one's pretty iconic too. <laughs> the Facts of Life. No, that's not at the same level. How would you know? I'm telling you... Based You're, on somebody who's watched a lot of TV. I've watched a lot of TV. I don't know if I've watched more than you have, but I watched a lot of TV and a lot of the shows I did watch when I was a kid. But we're talking top tier theme songs. I'm Different not saying strokes. no. What? I'm not saying that these aren't well known, but they're not at the same level as the taxi theme. Yeah, song. but you can't measure at what level these song these theme songs are iconic. I can't measure that. Can you? Well, it's been used in other shows. Um, it's been sampled by uh, hip hop artists. Who sampled that song? It might, it might have even been Alicia Keys who did a song with somebody where they sampled the taxi theme song. Really? What yeah. song would that be? I don't remember off the top of my head. That but would we be could cool. Find it. Yeah. That would be cool, but I don't. I don't know. I don't. I've listened to a lot of Alicia Keys, and I haven't heard any taxi um, sample. Let's see. Alexa, has anybody ever sampled the taxi theme song? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't say the name of the artist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would be a great song to do for a, an open mic i'll get someone to um play the piano and i'll play the taxi theme song are the chords <laughs> difficult well i'm not talking about well i it, they sound they sound um pretty jazzy on the piano mm. but i would be playing do 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 um i don't know it would be fun nice so the reason I watched the first episode is because I'm a little bit ahead of you on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Mm-hmm. And I wanted something to watch while I'm waiting for you to catch up. Um, And I had seen it before, but I don't know if I've ever watched a, an entire episode from beginning to end. The first episode isn't that good. Do uh, you know the premise of it? No, I, I haven't watched the first episode of Taxi. Okay, so Judd Hirsch gives this guy a ride but the guy doesn't have the proper change yeah so they go to the cab company so he can get the change okay guy goes to use the telephone and he realizes that it's not working properly which means it's a you know like a phone 
payphone. Yeah. So you could call and get your change back. So that means you could call pretty much any place, right? Yep. It's Mary Lou Henner's first day on the job. Mm -hmm. And she's talking to Judd Hirsch. Everybody's lining up to use this phone to, you know, call different people. Yeah. There is a funny joke in there. Tony Danza wants to call this woman that he fell in love with. Yeah. And it turns out that she worked at a massage parlor in Vietnam. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Yes. (laughs) And it turns out that Judd Hirsch had a daughter. The wife moved to South America with some other dude. Yeah. And he hasn't talked to the kid in like 15 years. So... Everybody convinces him to call his wife and to find out about the kid. He discovers that his daughter is going to be going to school in like some other country. I forgot where it is, but she's having a stopover in Florida, coincidentally, in one day. They steal a taxi cab. There's like five of them who jump in the car and drive all the way from New York to Florida so Judd Hirsch can meet his daughter. Wow. Then they drive back and the guy who went in to get the change, mm-hmm. decides to become a cab driver. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's kind of a weird premise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I keep hearing that this is one of the best sitcoms ever, though. Ah, uh, Well, it probably gets better than this episode. Um, Is Danny DeVito... So, I know Danny DeVito and Tony Danza were both in the show, and I've watched um some episodes of the show, but never really paid a, lot of, uh, a whole lot of attention to it. Mm-hmm. Was Danny DeVito also a cab driver? No, he's their boss who tells them what to do with the cabs. Louis De Palma. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember in one advertisement for Taxi, because it was on syndication by that time, uh, Danny, DeVito was like, Danny DeVito said, Louis De Palma is back. Okay. Yeah, I, I remember that. Nice. And then I think, if I'm not mistaken, the lady who played the voice of Marge Simpson, Julie somebody, um, is on that show. That's really cool. Yes. I remember it was on Nick at Night. Mm-hmm. And they had these little bumpers for the show. And they did some trivia saying that, you know, Rhea Perlman, Ted Danson, and somebody else who eventually was on Cheers all made guest appearances on Taxi. Oh. And I know it's from a lot of the same people who would later go on to do Cheers, which is the big reason why I'm going to stick with it. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know uh, Taxi was on Nick at Night. I know that Cheers uh, was on Nick at Night for a little bit. Oh, I didn't know that. But that was like, that might have been like 10 plus years ago, I think. That's pretty cool. Um, So, yeah. And and when I was a kid, um, they had, you know, My Three Sons. They had the, Don- the Donna Reed show. They had the Patty Duke show. They had Make Room for Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, make room for daddy could mean so many different things. But no, I know. It's a Danny Thomas TV series. It is. Do they still have Nick at Night? They do. I just never watched it for a while. Okay. I haven't watched it for a while. Um, I, Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I watched Nick at Night a lot when I was a kid. When I was really young, I watched it. Yeah. When we were living in that retirement home. Right. <laughs> Yeah, because all the older people wanted to watch it. Well, point of reference, n- not exactly. My mom worked at a retirement home, so we were able to live there for free when I was a little kid, and they had cable there. Ah. Okay. So 
uh, I could watch Nickelodeon and Nick at Night. This is when I was around six, and then we moved and we didn't have cable anymore. Right, okay. Yes. Oh. Yes. Now, I was very fortunate that um, every place that I lived, uh, I, I don't know about... I don't know about the, the place that I lived when I was going to preschool, but um, the places that I do remember living, um, we did have cable. That's cool. Yes. Yes, we did. I loved cable as a kid. I had cable at my aunt's house, and there was cable at my grandma's house, and they had this really small TV on a cart. Oh, wow. Yeah, they did. And I'm and and I think back to it, I'm like how could and it was one of those old fashioned TVs with the dials, mm -hmm. you know. We I don't think my grandma had a remote control. Oh, okay, that's how old it was. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember her having a remote control, but my my aunties did. My grandparents had cable. Yeah. And I remember one day coming home. And my dad was watching something and had the HBO thing on it. Yeah. So I, I'm like, oh, we got cable. And he's like, no, I actually just borrowed this tape from your grandparents that they recorded off of HBO. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But now it's kind of lame to have cable. It's, well, it's my, weird how things go that way. My, my aunt and uncle still do. Mm. I, I don't think it's lame. I think it's a just a um, a preference. Some people want cable. Some people don't. I personally don't need it. Um, I could find a lot of things on YouTube anyway. Um, you know, and I haven't lived without a TV forever. It seems like forever. Um, it's been like over 12. It's been about, it's been about 12 years since I've had a TV, mm. honestly. So when I was talking to somebody about Yellowstone, he was like, yeah, you and my daughter don't have TVs. This was um, on the chat line, by the way. This okay. Was, this is a, like, a while back. Um, but he's like, yeah, have you seen that show Yellowstone? I'm like, no, I haven't. And he's like, wow, you and my daughter don't have a TV. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Because I don't need one. Exactly. But I, I mean, I don't think, um, I don't think it's necessarily lame to have cable. I think that, and it, I don't, I don't even think it's necessarily lame to have a landline either. Because some people do have some people do have cable and uh, a landline. Well, there's a better argument to be made for having a landline than there is for having cable. Who cares? I'm just telling you what it is, babes. Yeah, but that's your opinion. Are you saying that my aunt and uncle are lame because they still have cable? Uh, I wouldn't say uh -huh. that, but what I would mm -hmm. question is why would they have it when there's so many alternatives that are better? Maybe they just like it. And also, the Filipino channel is on cable. And you can't get Filipino videos on YouTube. I don't know. They like watching the shows and they, they have it. Um, I think they I think they added it to their subscription or something. I don't know how that works. Wouldn't it be better if you could watch programming on demand like you can with a lot <sighs> well, of the streaming Well, they do services? watch things on demand, but they like watching their Filipino programming. So I don't know. I'm, I mean, I like I like I like the option of watching cable when I visit them. I mean, I'm, I don't I don't get to do that. I'm sure it's nice, but is it worth $60 a month? I don't know. Well, they have the money, so why not? But why not put that money in a mutual fund? Mm. Oh! Bubs? What? I can't answer the question. <laughs> and they're not here to defend their uh, position. How much do they pay? I don't know. A month ago. All right, all right. Don't, you're asking a little bit of personal stuff, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> you stop it now. Already you're being bad boy. No, I'm being inquisitive boy, babes. There's uh, a difference again. Give, I want you give your questioning boy a kiss. If they visit <laughs> you, because there's been some talk about that, I'll introduce myself and I'll be like, Hi, I'm Rick. So I'm Mr. Cableville each month. Have you guys ever heard of mutual funds? Bows. Stop it. No, Warren Buffett says they're a great investment. Bows. What? Stop that. Okay. You silly boy. We silly go. Oh, silly boy. No, I just, <laughs> I just think it's lame to have cable in 2023. I don't get why anybody would get it now. With all the other alternatives out there. Like I said, it's uh, people have different preferences. That's true. I mean, they have on demand too on their thing. Oh, they do. Yeah, so I mean, they also have got, they also have an Echo Dot, and they also have iPhones, and you know, so they've they've got some tech stuff. So they know how to get online. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, but they like their cable, and you know, they I like their <laughs> Filipino programming and. I just had the saw babes. What? I'll meet your uncle and I'll be like, let me pull you side for a second. Have you ever heard of YouTube? <laughs> I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have. Nice. They go on Facebook too. Oh, good. That's probably why, you know, they, they a lot of videos are posted on Facebook from YouTube, Bubs. That's right there, little j As you know. Yes. Yeah. So, they, yeah, they, they know about that stuff. But they like their cable. I'm not going to... I'm not going to be hard on them for that, puppy. Maybe I shouldn't be too harsh because I have satellite radio. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You know. By the way, did you hear the new thing? I don't know if we talked about it here related to satellite radio. What's that? So Sirius XM bought Stitcher a couple years ago. Oh, wow. Which is a podcast app yes, that I it? used to listen to a lot back in the day. Oh, yeah. But they made the app really glitchy. Really? I, I don't necessarily know if it was the new management, but it's been that way for a while. I think it might have happened before Sirius bought them. And I got an email a couple of weeks ago saying that they're going out of business at the end of August. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Which it seems to me, if I was serious, I would want to put a lot of time and focus into making Stitcher better because that's kind of like the future of radio in a sense. Wow. Yeah. What do you think? Interesting. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah. If I was serious, what I would do is I'd put the Stitcher app behind a paywall and I'd say, if you're a serious subscriber, you get Stitcher for free. Mm. But that's just me. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. But what do I know, babes? I don't know. What do you know? A lot. Okay. Yes. Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Yes. So, yeah. I will continue with taxing. Okay. But in the meantime. Yes. We've been watching more episodes of the Mary Tyler Moore show. Oh, and they're just so funny. Yes. <laughs> they really are. What are some good ones that stand out to you? Um, so I watched the one I told you about where um they all got get snowed in and 
they have to keep track of the election, yeah. even though it's a snowy day and they all want to go home. And Mary's put in charge of the election coverage. Which is really hilarious because she's like, I'm not assertive, Mr. Grant. Uh-huh. You can't put me in charge. It's like, okay, everything's going well. You're doing a good job, Mary. And then the, and then the, um, the power goes out. What's happening? <laughs> and Ted doesn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. At one point, they're watching TV back in the office. They think that something's wrong with the sound until they realize that Ted is just being dead quiet. (laughs) Rhoda's in this episode, and near the end of it, Ted is kind of interviewing her about her life, but he's letting Rhoda do most of the talking. (laughs) And then I I watched the one where... Um, Bob is dating Rhoda and then he meets, they, they come to her house like really, really early in the morning, like a two, yeah. two, three AM. <clears throat> They're like, Mary, are you sleeping? Which is really funny. Cause it's like, why would you do that? Yeah. Mary, are you sleeping? No, no, no. I'll be right there. And, and her bed is all, all, um, disheveled and everything. And it turns out that, um, Bob, Bob takes an interest in Mary. So she, so he invites her to all their dates. The Three Musketeers. <laughs> it's interesting that she doesn't have a bedroom on the show. Yeah, she sleeps in the... Does she have a bed in the living room or something? She has a fold-out couch. Okay. Yeah, there's something about Mary Tyler Moore in bedrooms, I guess. <laughs> well, she is a single woman uh, living in an apartment. Probably a studio, right? Well, it looks like a nice size apartment. I mean, there's that, and there's obviously the Dick Van Dyke thing, where they slept in, slept in separate beds. So I don't really care about that. Oh, yeah. but you seem to care about it more than I. Do. Yeah, there's that episode with Mrs. Morgan Stern. Yes, that was hilarious. That was really good. When she's like, uh, she's like paying Mary uh, to to put her up, and she was gonna go to a hotel that was only five dollars a night. <laughs> <laughs> In a kind of a seedy part of town. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope it's clean. Uh, and then Mary leaves the room and she's like, oh, this is going to hurt my back. <laughs> no, she's in the room. She's in the room. Mary's on her bed. Mrs. Morgan Stern is sleeping chairs. on the chairs. And that's when Mrs. Morgan Stern tells Mary, this is going to hurt my back. <laughs> uh. Rhoda, is, uh, Rhoda is avoiding her mom. Yes. Goodbye, Rhoda. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Rhoda. <laughs> Did my mother look up when you said, okay, Rhoda? Alabama. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Yes. I wasn't sure what to think of her at first, but mm-hmm. Rhoda's a really good character. She's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to think of her either. I thought, oh, this is going to be a really annoying neighbor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cloris Leitzman is great on the show. Yes. There's that one episode where... Mary gets Ted to speak at Cloris's or Phyllis's um uh, women's group. Women's, women's group. liberation group. Yes. That was hilarious. And 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 uh Phyllis comes to Mary's place and she's very upset. She's like, Well, what happened? It's like, oh no, Ted, Ted's speaking at your group. Tell me what happened. It's uh-huh. like, well, we don't know. I like earlier in that episode where Lou basically tells Mary, 
that uh, if she would have asked him if Ted could speak, he would, he would have, have said, said no. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let me just say uh, the next time the next time you ask me, my answer is going to be no. That's pretty funny. Yes. And I like the episode where um, Clara, or not Clara, uh, Phyllis um, is hired by Mary to be her assistant. And That's she's fine. just a horrible, a horrible assistant. And she tries to turn Ted against the rest of the station. Yep. And she, and in some ways she's kind of uh, coming on to the guys there. Mm-hmm. Hello, Gordy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, oh, go ahead. What, what? What do you think it was like from for Gavin McLeod to go from the Mary Tyler Moore show to the love boat? I don't know. I, I, I watched a little bit of the love boat, but I was really young then. Yeah, me so too. I didn't really understand it, but my, my relatives loved that show. Mm. I heard it was a good show, um, but I just didn't understand it. I'm guessing it was supposed to be like a like a like a pleasure boat or something. That's my thought. The love boat. Yes. Soon we'll be making another. another that theme song is iconic too. Yes, the love boat. Yes. <laughs> yes. I forgot he was on the love boat. He's the captain, I believe. Oh. Yeah, that was a very popular show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then they did the hate boat. Oh, my goodness. When they brought it back, the hate boat. Ah, uh, that's a dumb joke. Wow. That's a dumb joke. But they did bring the show back. They rebooted it. When? For UPN in, like, the late 90s. Never watched it. And uh, Michael York, I think, was the new captain. Oh, wow. I didn't watch it either, but I remember previews for the show. Wow. Yeah. I'm just thinking to myself, oh, so they're recycling every idea. I know. Little did I know that it would get worse. Did it? I think now they're doing more of that than they have before. Oh, it's so annoying. It's yeah. like, would you just leave the show alone? Exactly. Please. Don't bring back the Dick Van Dyke show. It's a great show anyway. Yeah, without Dick Van Dyke. They'll bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Mary Tyler Moore show with somebody without, else. Without Mary Tyler. <laughs> wow. They can't make the Valerie Harp they can't make the Valerie Harper show because she's dead too. No, but they'll just bring it back as the Hogan family. Let's see. Alexa, tell me about the Hogan family reboot. Oh, Alexa, stop. I told you that I like to play this game with myself where I'll randomly ask a smart speaker about just like a reboot of a show that pops into my mind to see if it's being remade. Mm-hmm. And like, I'd say seven times out of 10, I'll hear about a reboot. That's actually happening. Ah. Uh, yes. That we could. So anyway, um, what, oh yes. Um, there was a couple of episodes where, um, the one episode that I remember was that, uh, Mary ended up dating her um, auditor. Yeah. And the guy is very much a nerd yeah. who's not good with women. I love the scene, babes. Yeah. It's not my favorite episode, but she comes back from lunch and then goes downstairs to the same place to meet the auditor and order. he orders a salad for her. <laughs> and it comes in a cheese and the uh, waitress looks at uh, Mary and she's like, honey, how do you eat this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then... And then they go out to dinner again, and she's like, I'd like to have a salad. And the waitress is like, again? Yeah. Well, that's the scene I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah. And then and then I remember when um, when Mary's telling Rhoda, oh, he keeps giving me presents. He's like, 
candy. I don't know that candy would be considered uh, something that an, uh, an auditor would give you. And he's like, but it's weird because we go on, we go out and, and he always refers to me as Miss Richards. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be professional, but he likes her too much. And then at the end of the episode, she's like, look, I know you're not my auditor anymore, but I really would like to go out with you. Can we yeah. go out? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and I don't think in real life that she would ever go out with him. No. But who knows? It was a funny episode. Yeah. I thought it was funny. I liked it too. Yeah. The show's really good. It is. Yeah. It's really well cast too. Yes, it is. I mean, everybody's great. I mean, Ed Asner, older grumpy boss. Yeah. You know, um, I, I think, I don't know if they're going to add any more people to the cast, but it's a really good, I mean, Cloris Leachman, weird hippie neighbor. Well, I, I'm not sure, but I'll tell you this. Yeah. As far as main characters, I don't know that information, but I was hanging out with a friend of mine last night who you're going to see tomorrow. Yes. And I said, hey, Alana and I have been getting into the Mary Tyler Moore show. So we just start talking a little bit. And she says, oh, and the guy who plays Ted bro- Ted's brother is really good. And Ted's girlfriend is really good on the show. And I just told her I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, <laughs> Ted's brother. Yeah. Okay. I so have, yeah. we got that to look forward to. And his girlfriend. And his girlfriend. Well, yeah. he, he, he. yes. Maybe he starts dating Phyllis. Oh, no, no, no. But Phyllis is married to Lars that we don't see. Oh, okay. Remember, That's right. <laughs> she's married to Lars. That's right. Lars Lindstrom, which sounds like a very, uh, very Swedish name. Yes. Lars Lindstrom, which is really funny because in The Golden Girls, Rose. Nyland's character, who's played by Betty White, her maiden name was Lindstrom. Oh, that's interesting. And Betty White, I guess, is on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Because they were oh, saying that right. in the documentary. That's right. She's going to be on there. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. Nice. She's a really good actress. Yeah. She was a really good actress. Not but, anymore, though. She's no. kind of gone downhill since he died. What? Her acting has kind of gone downhill since he died. Well, no, because she died. Yeah, she hasn't given a really good performance. Yeah. Oh, your jokes are just getting bad. Oh my goodness, what else? But but no, it's really funny because um, in the Golden Girls, Rose was a, a Swedish girl from Saint Olaf, um, Saint Olaf, Minnesota, which is actually not a a real place. Um, there is a Saint Olaf College in Minnesota, but Saint Olaf huh. is not um a real place. In I wonder how the college felt about that. I don't know. I don't know, and 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 the reason why I found this out is because I met a uh, a nurse from um, Minnesota, and she told me, and I told her that I was um, getting into the Golden Girls again, and this is when I was in college and I was recovering and uh, getting all my you know radiation stuff, and she's like, "Oh no, there's a Saint Olaf College." Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of funny. <laughs> so. And you hear all these weird stories about cows and sheep and men named Sven. And yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, and her, her maiden name was Lindstrom. Nice. I did not know that. Yes. Well, good. Yes. Well, I can't wait to see on the Mary Tyler Moore there, little Jewel. Yes. Yes. And I'm glad that Mary Tyler Moore made money off of the spinoffs and, you know. Yes. All that good stuff. Now, I personally think that The Golden Girls is a great show, too. Um, as I've gotten older, I think that their jokes are pretty hilarious. Mm. Yeah. 
Nice. I think Norman Lear produced that one too. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Apparently, he just had his 101 birthday yesterday. Whoa. Yeah. And I think he's still active. <clears throat> wow. So good on him. Good on him. I like that there was a lot of libs on the Golden Girls. Of course you would. Like, Betty White was supposedly super lib. So was B. Arthur. And so is... Um, Brew McClanahan? Lou Mc not... Uh, no, the real old lady. The the mom of Betty. Oh, um, of, Estelle uh, Getty. Estelle Getty. The mom of, yeah, of uh, Maude. Uh, Dorothy. Dorothy, yeah. Not Maude. Oh. Different character. Oh. Same lady, different character. Yeah, Estelle Getty was real little too, which I like. Of course she I is. don't know about Rumi Clanahan, though. She might have been the one conservative. I don't know. I mean, her, her character was pretty, uh, pretty loosey-goosey. Let's see. Alexa, was Lou Mc... Was, uh... Rue McClanahan. You ask it. Alexa, stop. All right, you ask it. No. Why not? I don't want to know if she's live. I don't care. What if she's not live? What if she's one of yours? Ugh. I I don't know. She may not be. Alexa, was Rue McClanahan a liberal? Rue McClanahan's okay. dead, though. Yeah, but back then. Which oh, means yeah, it's usually... they were super lib then. Yeah. I mean, I... Democrats I, aren't now, but back then they were. I mean, I... Uh, I mean, even though they were, it was, a uh, for the most part, a very liberal show, mm -hmm. um, there were some things that weren't so liberal, but but I don't know if it was as liberal as Maude was, but um, but this show was definitely a liberal show, but, but there was a lot of funny things to it. I can appreciate that. Nice. I didn't care about the politics, but I can appreciate that one. It's weird that John Wayne guest starred on Maude. Did he? Yes. When? It's like the one episode I've seen. He's coming to town as himself. And he's on an episode of Maude. I vaguely remember it, except for her grandson was very excited to meet John Wayne. Oh. oh Let, wow. Let's double check that. Alexa, did John Wayne guest star on Maude? Okay, so he gave one of her ambiguous answers. Weird answer, yeah. I, He's only on one episode, I think. Okay, and the, and Maude's grandson wanted to see him? Yeah, and John Wayne was, like, super conservative, so. <sighs> okay. What? I don't know. Hey. By the way, you want to hear something funny about Joe Biden? There's a lot of funny things about Joe Biden, but what is it? What is it this time? I haven't watched the full story, but apparently his dog is very bad behaved. Oh, and yeah. has been like a lot of staffers in the last couple of Oh, months. yeah. I heard about that. Yes. Um, his I think his dog's name was, um, was it Bo or something or Buddy or? I think Buddy. Buddy. And he's a German Shepherd, right? I think so. Yeah. But he's he wasn't um, behaving in bit several staffers he could really hurt somebody a german shepherd it's not like a toy poodle or something no you have to train it correctly on the other hand good on biden for having like a good sized dog i guess you know but he doesn't really need one for security so i don't know why he has a german shepherd i yeah speaking of ugh, dogs i ran into somebody you know yesterday that's right which I'm not going to go into the whole entire story because it took a while for him to get to the point. But 
he had this German shepherd and uh, from this organization, which he says supposedly has gone off the rails. And because of, um, because of a certain woman who took over the board of that organization, and that's why it went to pot, he says. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he found out about that woman because he looked up the lady who was um, his, the puppy raiser for his dog. And, um, and uh, apparently uh, she spilled the beans on this woman Uh-oh. and her husband. And then he also talked about the dog he got from uh, Guiding Eyes for the Blind in New York. Did he like Guiding Eyes as an organization? That's what, I mean, it sounded like he got a really nice dog, but he had to, um, they had to retire him. Yeah. What's really interesting about this guy. Yeah. Is he loves talking about how great guide dogs are, but he's had these horrible experiences with them. So there's the first guide dog school. And then the second guide dog, he didn't really use that much and ended up giving it to his dad. He told me about that. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, but, well, he told, okay, this is a story and I don't know if this is true either. Yeah. No names. No, I won't. Okay. He told me that they retired him for a really weird reason, which I don't know if this is true. But supposedly the school retired him because he had a lot of gray hairs. Oh, his second guide dog? Yes, the one from Guiding Eyes. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. But he also told me that at, um, I think it was Guiding Eyes, he um, was asked about whether he wanted a black dog or not. And he said, um, it doesn't matter what color the dog is. Basically trying to make it sound like students from that school were racist because supposedly they refuse to get black to they refuse to be given black dogs which i don't i don't agree with yeah that sounds a little bit too much like virtue signaling to me i know i'm like really i don't know of anyone who received a guide dog that would that that wouldn't want a black lab or can i ask you a question that i don't know the answer to and you might not either yeah so if you're in the coop the kkk the Ku klux klan are you allowed to own black dogs? Mm-hmm. No, like seriously. Well, first off, um, I don't know that. Uh, I don't know how to answer that, but I also don't know if anybody would sell them a dog. No, but you know they have the mask so they can hide in secret. So I'm wondering if they go out just as a regular person of the community. You know, they're a cop or whatnot, mm-hmm. and they go to a puppy kennel. Can they buy a black dog just to have as a pet? Or will the other members, like, disown them for something like that? I don't know, but that would be kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> but Black dog, white but, supremacist, it's the name Yeah, of the I know. But I can't, I can't imagine that any guide dog user would refuse a dog because of the color of it. I just cannot see that happen. It's a little bit crazy. It's a little crazy. But there are a lot of racist blind people out there, so... I, I've never met... I know that you've told me about at least two of them. Yeah. But I've never met any. That doesn't necessarily mean that there isn't any. Mm. But but your your friend over there uh, seems to make it sound like there are racist people that go to that school. So that's, I don't know if that's true. Wow. Yeah. Yes. And making it sound like that school that he went to is allowing it to happen, which I don't think that's true. I don't know. There is no proof. 
And why a school would retire a dog with gray hairs? I don't get that. Because he was a younger dog, from what I understand. And maybe I'm just hearing this wrong, but I always thought that my friend retired his dog because he wasn't using it. Well, he he, he told me the gray hair thing where um, my uh, <laughs> I was just thinking, no, this can't this this cannot be true. You cannot just re retire a dog because of the gray hair. See, this is why. I don't want to get a guide dog is because there's all these weird stories around dogs. So there's that stuff. There's my friend who got a guide dog like five years ago. Mm -hmm. No, that's longer now. Seven years ago now. And he retired the dog like six months later. Because he, he, had, a, he had a mass or something. Something like that. And I just keep hearing all these weird stories around guide dogs. And well, you hear, you hear weird stories about a lot of things, but... That hasn't stopped people. That hasn't stopped people from getting. No, but I'm telling you why I wouldn't get a guide dog. Yeah, I. The reason why I wouldn't get a guide dog is because I'm so used to using a cane, and I'm so used to thinking about where I am and where I'm supposed to go, and um, and and uh, you know, guide dogs. You have to really take care of them. They're not like just an ordinary pet. You know what is so weird about the training babes? Yeah. So you go and you get a guide dog mm -hmm. and they tell you if you, when you leave here and go back to be with your family, your family can't acknowledge the guide dog for at least six months. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So if you have kids, they're not allowed to pet it. They're not allowed to talk to it. They're not allowed to give it food for at least half a year. Are you serious? Yes. Is, that, is that for all schools? That say I, that? I don't know if that's for all schools, but that's for a school that my friend went to. Not the one here you're talking about yesterday, but the one who held the event where we met. He that told me that. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't understand Because that. I think it's so the dog looks at you as its master. And not the other people. Exactly. Yeah, but that still doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Because how are they going to acknowledge that you have a guide dog if they're not allowed to acknowledge that the guide dog is there yeah it seems it very make any strange sense. Yeah. i don't i don't get that philosophy i have another friend babes yeah this is the one who's trying to buy a condo in san diego so he can move to la <laughs> yes and he's starting to apply to guide dog schools and i'm thinking how is this going to work out because you have a daughter who's almost four so you go away for a month and then come back and you think that your daughter's just going to ignore the dog for six months? Mm. Is he thinking about going to the one in, in uh, San Rafael? He might come to the one here. He's applied to, I guess, all of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean... First, he wants to move into a place that doesn't allow pets, though. Oh, No, wow. that's a joke. But a bum Shh. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I don't know. I mean, he might be he might be a good candidate for a dog, a guy dog. I don't know. He's a great guy. I just don't know how that whole thing's going to work out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, babes. I don't. Well, even service dogs, taking care of a service dog is not easy, too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So we're not getting I, guide dogs here, too. Yeah, I know this because my, my sister and... Her husband, um, they have a service dog. Oh, they do? For her husband. Oh, I didn't know that her husband needed one. Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Interesting. Okay. I never well, they they were actually um they they have um they uh were training him to be a service dog, so he has um a vest, and now he's working as um my husband's service dog. Is your husband's service dog? I mean, my sister's. I'm sorry, I don't have a husband. Okay. I hope not. <laughs> no, I don't. I I've never been married before in my life. <laughs> so that was that was a Freudian slip. Yes. My sister's husband. That's 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 his dog now. Do you remember Jonathan Katz had that great joke about Freudian slips? No. He said, what was it? I want to make sure I got this right. I was at Thanksgiving last year and talking to my dad and I made a Freudian slip. I meant to say, could you pass me the the potatoes, please? But I accidentally said, you asshole, you ruined my childhood. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Which I thought was great. Oh, wow. I think he's passed away, right? I don't know about this Jonathan Katz character. I'm pretty sure he had MS. I don't even know who that is. Okay, so there used to be this show on Comedy Central that was a cartoon called Dr. Katz Professional Therapist. And the premise was that this psychologist had all these patients, but they were all stand-up comedians. It was basically a platform for stand-up comedians to have part of their act animated right uh-huh. and they would have regular so like ray romano mm-hmm. would be on it a lot back in the day janine garofalo was on it sometimes mm-hmm. but outside of that they had this running joke of his relationship with his son who was like 24 lived at home and still saw a, pre- a pediatrician <laughs> so this show was created by jonathan katz mm-hmm. um hence the name of the series And he actually did stand-up comedy and was on Letterman a few times. Mm -hmm. And I think he ended up developing MS and dying. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't watch the, um, I didn't watch the David Letterman show much. So Mm -hmm. no, I don't know about Jonathan Katz. Nice. Was he Jewish? Uh, I'm assuming so, but I don't know for sure. Ask Rhoda. (laughs) Ask Rhoda? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Because she's Jewish on the show. Morgan Stern? Yeah. Hmm. She said that she's Jewish. Did she? When? Yeah. On the show, she said that she's Jewish. On, on her show? On No, on Mary Tyler Moore's show, she said that she's Jewish. I think in the first or second episode. Oh, well, maybe she did. Yeah. I, Can you still watch the show if there's going to be those people on it? Oh, boobs. <laughs> so, Why would you even ask me that? I just, no, I'm just joking with you, babe. <laughs> ah, ah, we are, we are, ah, I'm joking, babes. We are very pro- uh, uh, Jewish people here. Uh, on I'm not anti-Semitic, bubs. Yes, maybe, I'm glad to hear that. Maybe you are. No, I'm not. We're I'm pro-Jewish people. As am I, bub. Oh, good. Mm. Yes. So this we we love we love the Jews here. Jewo. Guava Maya. Yes. That accent is great that she does. Yeah, I, I I just like it. It's your your typical like Brooklyn accent. When she wants to go into the station on the Snowden episode, yeah, and she's like, "I want to meet that Ted Baxter." <laughs> Ted Baxter. Baxter. <laughs> I know we're messing it up, but it's really funny. Well, I just I mean when that show where Ted Baxter was. Um, Phyllis chose Ted Baxter to speak at his women's, um, women's, uh, her women's liberation group. I thought, like, why would you pick that guy? (laughs) And I want Ted Baxter to speak at my group. (laughs) And then they start getting hate mail. (laughs) 
I've never had a hate letter in Crayon before. Yeah, he's like, uh, I am never. I I will not watch the news, and neither will my mommy and daddy. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, I never got. I never got hate mail in Crayon before. Ed Asner is really good. <laughs> yeah. So, we don't know the answer to this, but at the end of the Snowden <laughs> episode, Mary has Chuckles the Clown yep. read the results, yes. which I think is great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was awesome. And we've been told that there is a famous episode where he dies. And yes. I'm assuming that's the same clan, so that's going to be kind of cool. Yeah. We got that. Yeah. Coming up in like three years. Yeah, and and in, in the yeah, in three years. And in the movie or the documentary she was saying, yeah, that, that was one of the people are saying that that was one of the funniest episodes because it was dealing with death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. They should have done one on rape then. But um bum. Oh my goodness. Why? Because he said it was one of the funniest episodes because it was dealing with death. Oh my goodness. Oh. Maybe Ted gets a little bit too frisky with water there, little j Wall. No. Well, there was a rape episode, um, a burglary and rape episode on All in the Family. Yeah, we talked about that before. I know. And it was Edith's 50th birthday. Happy birthday, you're getting raped. I think it was 50th, yeah. Nice. Did not see it, but I heard that that was one of the 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 more like controversial episodes on Hall and All in the Family. I've seen clips of it, but never from beginning to end. Ish. That's not really my jam. Yeah, I mean it's fun to joke about. Everybody does that, but as far as actually doing it or watching it, it's not really something that appeals. And to me. and Ted Knight, who I believe was on Too Close for Comfort, he was. Um, I forgot what what the the husband's name was. So apparently, there was a a very special episode where um. Supposedly, these women uh, took advantage of Monroe, oh, uh, the 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 neighbor, and uh, which is, I mean, you don't hear about a lot of men being assaulted by women, no, but the but that that can happen, and and men being assaulted by men. Well, I'm willing to play Monroe then in a remake of that episode. No, bub, oh. and he was taken advantage of by more than one woman too. Sexually, that bub, what? No. Not it's taken advantage sexually, that is. Like Jenna. Like Jenna. And Keila. And Keila. From Ted Lasso. Oh, my goodness. Tell me the premise of Too Close for Comfort, because I don't think I've ever I, seen it. I have to look that one up, because I've only seen, like, maybe a few episodes here and there, but I don't know what the com- – I don't know exactly what the premise is, because I haven't looked it up in a while. Mm-hmm. Um. But he plays the uh, patri- the patriarch of the family. Nice. Yes. Nice. Yes. Well, good. Ted uh, Baxter. Ted Baxter. Yeah. Baxter. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. I-, I like the I like the Ted the, Baxter. would also call her Mayor. Yeah, it's like, to, to, is he the head of your guys' talent? I don't know. Hey, man. Yeah. And then, and then Ted Baxter call her mayor. Yes. Like, hey, mayor. <laughs> <laughs> and then occasionally he would call her Mary, but usually it's mayor. Yeah. I love the scene in the office when uh, Phyllis gets 
Ted to advocate for himself yeah. for a higher salary. <laughs> and she just really wants to watch this and she's telling Ted they're bluffing. They're never gonna replace you. I like the part where um I like the part where um where Murray is trying to write um Ted's speech mm-hmm. and he's like I gotta write the I gotta write the news, I gotta write Ted's speech, and I gotta finish a novel by six o'clock. Like you're writing a novel is like no reading it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I I don't know if it's in that episode or another one, but Ted comes into the newsroom and wants to know the president's position on something or if he agrees with the president. And Gavin McLeod is like, yes. And it's the president's position on the Girl Scouts. I'm <laughs> <laughs> glad to know I agree with the president. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some really, really clever stuff in there. There is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes. yes. And very well cast there, little J. Wool. Yes, boy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, speaking of shows from the 1970s. Uh-huh. Or reinterpretations of them. Last Sunday, you were very excited, but I was a little bit nervous mm-hmm. to see the Jeffersons live. Right. Tell me more. So we get to um we get to Peninsula Park and this was like a good hour and a half. Before the event. Which I'm actually glad that we did that because we were trying to figure out where everything else was gonna start. Mm-hmm. I brought I brought a towel with me just in case we had would have to sit closer to the stage and uh there was a couple of benches. We sat there for a while. And it was starting to get <clears throat> starting to get hot, and then three o'clock a three o'clock uh comes around and there's a bunch of people that's kind of uh gathering there and we hear the band and we we decide to move up there and take a towel and sit on it. The problem was that we could hear the band, but the cast um we only heard like one mic. It was almost like they were using one mic on stage. That's our assumption. We weren't close enough to see. Yeah. But we believe that's the case. And it was really hard, so we had to move up. We just, we tried to move up a little bit more. We were going to sit on the benches, which wasn't going to help us. No. And you weren't able to see anything. No. Well, okay, so that was... I mean, eventually it started to get a little bit better, but in the midst of all that, there were these... <laughs> 70s commercials that were playing. Yeah, we had joked speaker. about it before and saying, oh, what if they do commercials and only perform one episode? Wouldn't that be funny? Well, <laughs> well, and then after the 70s commercials, then um, they played this uh, Name That TV theme song game, which was fun. Um, you did not get a TV theme song that I was really surprised you didn't get. Sanford and Son. Yes. And they played the beginning of it, but they didn't play the whole thing. You're like, that's not Sanford and Son. I said, yes, it is. I'm surprised you didn't get that. They played like one note from it. Like, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't one note. It was. It was the um the intro to the actual tune. It was Donna. No. How did it go? How much did they play? It was a beginning where it's like dun 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 dun, and then they and then it didn't they didn't play da 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 da. See, I would have known if it was the intro to if they would have played da 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 da. I would have known. I'm telling you, they did not play that. 
Yeah. No, they didn't play that the actual tune, but they played the intro. Yeah, but I don't know the intro. I know the song. Oh, I'll, okay. I'll play it for you, both so that you will know. Da 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 da. Well, I'm and surprised. You know, you know who wrote that? Who? Quincy Jones. That's a good song. Yeah. Well, anyway, so so some people got it right. They did not win any prizes, and then they and then they started off. Um, the episode again, uh, in the midst of the episode. And it had to do with, um, inviting, uh, two couples over that were, um, racial, interracial couples. Yes. The Howards and the Willises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was, that was, <laughs> that was kind of what happened. One episode with commercials and then there's live music, so I want to get up a dance, and Jayla's like, no, Bob, you are weaving, yes, boy. Well, it was getting late, and I didn't expect to be there longer than we wanted to, and it was also getting hot. It was like 3.45 I know, in the afternoon. I know. Then what happened? <sighs> I was so frustrated. Tell me. So, you'd think that since we were at the... <laughs> What are you doing? I'm listening to your story, babes. <laughs> You're trying to put my finger in your nose. Oh. Get back to the story. Babes, let me worry about my nose. You <laughs> tell the story. <laughs> what are you doing? First it was the earwax last week. Then it was the nose thing. Nice. What are you doing, babes? Tell the story. Hold on. i got to do something no, before I do that. No, you got to tell the story. <laughs> tell the story. Okay. So... We were, we got the address to the park and we're trying to get somebody to pick us up and take us to our apartment. Well, the guy was trying to get a hold of us and said, saying that he was there. This is through the Lyft app. Yeah. And I said, well, what address are you at? And it mentioned this, this address. That's the address to an assisted living place. And I'm like, no, we're, we're standing close to this park that's behind us. Well, I had to cancel the ride because he was going to try to look for us and I didn't really know how long that was going to take. And so I canceled the ride. Oh, I thought he canceled it. Oh, I'm sorry. He canceled it because I said we were, we're not going to edit it because I didn't know how long that was going to take. So mm. what we did was we walked a little bit of a ways and we got a different address and we got somebody else to pick us up. That was very, very confusing yes. to the both of us. Yes. I even talked to my teacher about it and she's like, well, yeah, usually that if you're at a place, there would be one address, but there are some exceptions. Oh, wow. And I said, yeah, that was definitely an exception because we were walking to different corners and there were different str- uh, addresses. But and- we, so just to clarify, we walked to one address entered our information into the lift app and waited and when the guy canceled that's when we moved so it's not like we yeah. walked to one address yeah, that, and then moved around yeah but it was really confusing because we thought that it was going to be one main address exactly but we did get a ride and he was very very nice and um he made sure i got to my door after he dropped you off nice and uh i had more curry and uh you made the pork that um, I gave you. I did. It was really good. How did it taste with the basil? It tasted good. I think it tasted better. With when rosemary. We, yes. The but, rosemary just gives it a really good flavor. Yeah, but it still tasted decent with the basil. Oh, good. Yeah. 
Very good. <laughs> um, you were super hyped about this. Well, yeah, because I've never seen anything like this. I enjoyed the Jeffersons live uh, on t on uh, when it was on ABC because we saw it we saw it together. Mm -hmm. Um, so I didn't really know what to expect. I was just expecting, oh, this is going to be an interesting show. I didn't expect that it was going to be one episode <laughs> with uh -huh. commercials and bad bad sound. Yeah, yes. but maybe that's something they're going to be considering, you know, if they do it again next year. Would you be open to revisiting this type of thing in the future next year if they do the Jefferson's Live Part 2? Or, or or a different show live. Yeah, I would. Mm. I would. I mean, it, it might be better than this year. I think the guy who put it together came up on stage and said, and next year we'll, we might even do two episodes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Right. That's hilarious. I, I thought that was kind of funny. Yes. And then he goes, oh, then and you can take pictures with Wheezy and I. <laughs> <laughs> no. He seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, but we weren't about to do that. No. No. <laughs> Maybe if it was the real Wheezy. Yeah, but she's dead. She is dead. George is dead, too. Yeah. They're both dead. I think they might all be dead from that show, except for... Marla Gibbs. Yeah. So, who did Lenny Kravitz's mom play on the show? What? Lenny Kravitz's mom was on the Jeffersons. Was she? Yeah. I don't know. Ask Miss A. Alexa, who did Lenny Kravitz's mom play on the show The Jeffersons? Oh, that's Roxy Roker. Okay. okay, so she's Helen on the show. I didn't know that. I didn't know that that was uh, Lenny Kravitz's mom. Hmm. Huh. Nice. Okay. And in real life, she was in a biracial relationship because Lenny Kravitz's dad is Jewish. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, well. Yes, yes, yes. Interesting. Very good. Very good, babes. Very good. On Tuesday. Yeah. We saw each other again. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Talk about it. So we saw this group called Catalyst at noon tunes um at pioneer square which was the last one of the season it usually continues on until august mm -hmm. but maybe they had other things going on and they didn't want to do that so um it was a duo i think one of them played bass the other one played acoustic guitar i enjoyed it i just thought that they sounded the songs sounded alike yeah and the interesting thing too is that they decided to uh play um, Larger Than Life by the Backstreet Boys as the end song, which is kind of funny. They did a good version of it, but I don't know. There's something now about people doing serious version of bubblegum songs that kind of seems a little bit played out. Really? To me. Oh. I don't know. Maybe you disagree. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I thought it was creative. I mean, I thought that the, the song was definitely nostalgic, but I just thought maybe they would have played a different song like that one. Yeah. I thought they, I, I thought maybe they could have played something else. You could do some Van Morrison. Well, they did. You could do some more Van Morrison. Or the zombies. Or the zombies. Yeah. Yes. Because they, they, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, they, they played a little bit of the zombies before they came on. You could do the theme song to the Mary Tyler Moore show. Oh, that would have been fun. Mm -hmm. Love is all around. Don't need to waste it. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna make it after all. Uh, uh, uh. Are you? 
I don't know. Will any of us make it? I mean, Mary Tyler Moore, at the end, she didn't make it. She died. Bubs. Yeah. Everybody's going to die at one point. Even at Mary some point. Tyler Moore. No, I'm talking about the show, Bubs. Oh. Her, their show did make it. Well, it didn't last till the I end mean, of I mean, I mean, it didn't last, but you know what I mean. It was only on for seven years. Bubs. Why not 70 years? Ah! That's not what I meant. Okay. It was popular, Bubs. It was popular. Um, I've been thinking that song a lot. <laughs> That's a really good song. Yeah. I somehow I think that my um my teacher um would enjoy that show. Oh, your travel instructor? Possibly, yeah. Maybe. I think she might get a kick out of it. Mm. Yeah. I think she uh, I don't know when she grew up, but I'm guessing she grew up in that area era. She probably knows about it then. I don't know. She said she didn't watch TV when she was younger, so. Here's a dumb question for you. Yeah. I don't remember seeing the Mary Tyler Moore show on reruns when we were a kid. No. You didn't either, then. No, I didn't. I don't remember it. I've heard about it, but I've never seen it. That's Don't you think that's weird? Because it was a popular series. I don't know if that was weird. Maybe they just didn't have it on, the, in our, on our stations. I don't mm. know. Because, yeah, I've been hearing about it a lot, but. Absolutely. Yes. The WG, the WJN Newsroom, right? WJN Newsroom, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now it's just so interesting that they would be typing on typewriters before they used computers. Yeah, like when there's a newsroom stuff, but also the guy is auditing Mary yes. at her place and he plugs in this machine that sounds like a typewriter. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And he's adding up all of her expenses. I love at the end of the episode, or close to the end, when he comes over to her place and he's like, okay, here's your bill. She looks at him and she says, $8,000. Yeah, I, I can't like, afford this. I can't afford it. It's like eight. And then she looks and she's like, uh, I forgot what it was. It was like a really $16. $16. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is that when he kisses her? That was before that. I that think. was before. I think they're in the restaurant. Yeah, it's like, I'm sorry, uh, I usually don't do that. <laughs> this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, he was a, he played a really good nerd on this yeah, <laughs> show. Yeah, whoever that dude was. That was great. He was, he was really good. Yeah. Well, I saw a concert on Thursday that PNC Live did with the Sky S-Y-M-L mm-hmm. from Seattle. Yeah. He seemed cool. He played for like five or six songs. He's talking to the audience a lot during his sets. Mm-hmm. One of the DJs interviewed him and they had it to where you could enter a raffle to get tickets to his concert in Portland mm-hmm. that's coming up on November 16th at Revolution Hall. And I entered it. I didn't win. And the first three people who won were all in the second row. Wow. So he says, okay, we're going to do a fourth ticket and then another person won who wasn't in the fourth row. Oh. He's like, this is not a conspiracy. No. And then there's the meet and greet. I go up, say hi to him. And after the picture's taken, he's like, oh, remind me, what's your name? And so I told him my name and I wished him a good time here in Portland. And then I walked out. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I ran into a couple people I know. So at the actual events, I ran into somebody that we know from the skiing slash snowboarding yeah who goes to a lot of live music yeah. and then i'm walking across the hawthorne bridge 
it gets shut, shut down for a couple of minutes. And I hear behind me, Rick, Rick. I turn around. I almost said the lady's name. I'm not going to. And it's somebody I know through the disability community. And she had gotten out of her car because she saw me. So mm-hmm. we talked for a couple of minutes. That's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. How long was it until you were able to get back on the bridge? Not that long. Maybe 10 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I was on the bridge, but it was just lifted. Oh, yeah. okay. So you got the wind in your face. Yeah, a little bit. It was coming. It was coming at you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then last night, I went to the circus. Yes. And we're gonna go tomorrow because a friend of mine is gonna be doing audio description stuff there. That is. That was very nice of her to invite me. Yes. Because um, I've only went to one of those types of circus things but it was a Cirque du Soleil thing and when she said oh you could should bring Alana on Saturday I'm like Alana are you sure what you really want her here oh <laughs> I'm joking babes oh my goodness I'm joking boy and I'm loving boy oh my goodness <laughs> well you better be loving boy I am I'm like her <laughs> hey there's somebody else we can bring. Oh. No, uh, that's a joke, babes. I, oh. uh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, seriously, babes. <laughs> that's a joke. I thought you'd like it from the beginning. Mm. Give me a kiss. No. Why not? I don't feel like it. Why don't you feel like it? Because you didn't want to invite me. Oh, uh, babe, that's called humor. I did want to invite you. Okay. Why are you grabbing my ears? <laughs> because you're grabbing my ears. Stop it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <I'm> s- <laughs> Oh my. <laughs> okay. Yeah, good stuff there, little J Wool. Little J Wool. I got a new phone this week. Yay, and it works. It does. And I remembered my Wi Fi. Yes, awesome. which is really cool. A new Moto G Power from this year. I had the one from 2020 and I decided to upgrade. Nice. Yes. And I'm glad it has an SD card. And Hold 256 on. gigs of internal memory as well. Nice. So really good stuff. Very good. Yes. So you're going to be able to transfer that onto your phone? What? Whatever you have on your other phone? It looks like it's pretty much all transferred. Nice. With, you know, some exceptions. Cool. But yeah. Very good. Oh, I downloaded the um, Hot Fast Pass app. What do you think? I like it. It it got... So I um, registered my card on the website and it uh, took my information as I... Um, typed in my um, username and password mm. so it, it works pretty well nice. it's pretty easy to use too yeah it is. yeah i like it a lot how much money do you have on your account right now uh i just added 28 dollars. okay i have about 1350 nice so i can ride the bus there <laughs> yeah i like it because all i have to do is just check it and then add more to it yeah I do tool babes. It's pretty easy. I remember some places I lived, you had to buy those monthly bus passes. Yeah, they used to do that a lot. Mm-hmm. So when I was in Seattle, the service that I was using, um, so I took, I would take the bus and then I would take a, a paratransit service like for certain things and it would only cost me like 75 cents. And some people would get like a pass for like thirteen fifty a month. Yeah. And I thought, well, what, what? 
a month, thirteen fifty a month. I thought that was a. I thought that was like, well, that wouldn't make sense to me. But some people do. Depends on how often you use it. And I didn't. And I and I was taking the bus from my place to school like um, every day for five days a week. So I if, wasn't. Yeah, if you're using it every day, it might make more sense to get a bus pass. Yeah, but that was then. This is now. Exactly. Yes. Good stuff there, little J. Wool. Good stuff there. I understand. Yeah. That you had a dream. I had a couple dreams, actually. Tell me. I had this dream. It was earlier in the week where this mom and these two uh, little girls were staying at my place. I don't know. I don't remember how old they were. But they were going to go to this adventure camp, which was weird because... The weather said in my dream that it was going to be raining, but they wanted to go anyway. Yeah. And they were going to have the camp. And so I thought, okay, well, the girls won't be at, um, they won't be here for a week, but I have to deal with this mom. <laughs> and then I woke up. Nice. And then last night I had a really weird dream about this guy I went to school. Um, I went to school with this guy in high school. But in the beginning of the dream, I saw a clip of him crying because for like, whatever reason he ruined his life with bad choices mm. and i found out that he had a different last name than the name that i knew him by <laughs> and then i saw these clips of him when he was a little boy and they're like well this is this this is a uh, clips of him when he was a little boy before everything else happened <laughs> and then and uh, later on in my dream, he um, he met me at my house, and for some reason he was staying over there, and then I woke up. Nice. It was really weird. Mm -hmm. It was super weird. I'm like, why would he change his name? <laughs> it was odd. Oh, Very odd. Nice. I had dreams this week. I don't remember any of them. Oh. Yes. Very good. Well, babes. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No. Oh, I, maybe we should, maybe we should wrap it up. Okay, okay. Why are you talking like that? I don't know. Maybe you should give me a kiss. No, I don't want to. Okay, give me no, a kiss. No, I'm just kidding. Mm. All right, we good? Yes. All right, bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.